Oh, hi, everyone. Uh, it's podcast time, right? Yeah, that's what my clock says. So it's oh. Supercast Brothers. Hey there, uh, Zantok, otherwise known as uh, Lister here. John, otherwise known as John there. He didn't know I'll start the podcast this way, so I threw him off there. Uh, finally, I get to do one. So, yeah, we're here. It's the second, uh, what's this called? On Topic. That's right. On second topic. On Topic of the season. Uh, curiously <laughs> enough, this episode was, it's gone through some revisions in concepts mm -hmm. and in timing a few times. Because uh, we're going to be talking about Sakurai, Masahiro Sakurai, the man, the myth, the legend himself. And, uh, I love that guy. Yeah, he's great. Uh, and his recent YouTube channel, which is titled Masahiro Sakurai and Creating Games, it's not the best title for a YouTube channel, I'm going to be honest. But hey, <laughs> they, it's, it's doing well for itself. I gotta say, it's doing well. Uh, funny thing is, this episode was originally going to be just us speculating about, like, oh, what could Sakurai be working on next? And we were just going to talk about a bunch of shit, probably cover some things he'd done recently. And then we're just like, eh, we don't know about this. And then Sakurai announced his YouTube channel. It's like, well, I don't throw that episode into now. Hell yeah. Mm -hmm. And we were going to make it be our first episode of the season. But then, like, days before we were set to record, uh, Sakurai had done the episode where he talked about, um, where was it? He, he talked about Kirby one Superstar. of the games. Yeah, Kirby Superstar. And he said, on my next game concept, we'll be talking about the original Super Smash Bros. Just like, well, we got to mm. wait until then. Yeah, and we, we should observe this episode. Yeah. What got uploaded just not that long ago in recording time? That Two one. days ago from the start of recording, yeah. This yeah. Smash Brothers one. Hell so yeah. We... Mm -hmm. Now, there'll be some... Now, of course, with the way the recording world works, by the time this episode actually comes out to everybody, there are going to be more episodes published on his channel. So we're not going to be able to cover everything that's been released up to the point of this episode being released, unfortunately. Well, what really suck is if the Melee episode gets uploaded by then. Oops. Maybe we'll, <laughs> maybe we'll go back and re-record this. Who knows? I don't. But, uh, yeah, that's what we're going to be covering today. Uh, first off, though, as we like to do on non-topics nowadays, let's check in. John No. What you been doing? How's the last six weeks been since we did the NES Smash video? The NES Smash video, that's gotten Which legs of its own. Which was amazing. That was a great start to the that, series. That I is think my favorite season opener we've had. Yeah, me too. It's among my favorite episodes we've ever done. Um, and I would like to do more of that in the future. And I'm and I'm glad that that's being received in the views too. I mean, we didn't do a lot of promotion yet, but I mean, it's naturally gaining views in the tens, which is a lot for us. So it's actually, it's it's more exciting than maybe it should be. But I, I don't fucking care. It's, it, Listen, it's exciting to me. It's, we it's haven't good. done promotion on an episode yet, and it's in the double digits. And our highest episode doesn't even have fifty views yet. I'm excited. It's like, oh shit, mm -hmm. what? Mm -hmm. Fuck mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, good start to a season. I'm re I'm really happy with that. Um, yeah, yeah. So good good times. Um, personally, I mean the f the first episode of the season, we talked about my my new job, which is still going by great. I've been there for about a month now, um, and I was thinking about this earlier today. Just what a quality of life improvement it is just to work with competent people who like you and 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 can and respect you, and vice versa, which 
is hard to come by in the work field these days, and that's all I will say on that front. <laughs> um, and al- and also just um, and al- and also just being able to work from home most of the time. I mean, you know, you're still actively working an eight hour day, a nine hour day, but there's a lot of room, as you know, to do what you would like yeah. in between all of that shit. So, yep. you know, I'm doing something on my work computer in the office. Then I zip over here for half an hour and do something I need to get done personally or or on a freelance basis, and keep up. I'm keeping up with myself more. Um, I I feel mentally healthier. Um, it, so there's I've there's a lot less pre- feeling yeah. of crunch. Mm-hmm. And and just the idea of being elsewhere and there's a lot of time when you are in an office or you're at a building for work. What there's all this spare time that you're not doing something within a yes. day just naturally that you can't really do a whole lot like you know you, you you're at an actual building for your for your job like when my like my op, my previous job was rental services but I was located in a fucking closet in a gym what can I do work out who's, yeah. who's going to do that that that's that's it i mean either that or sit in your office and and play on your phone here I'm... there's a whole lot more to do yeah yeah, and on top of that, a lot of times in an office environment, if it doesn't look like you're busy with something, then they'll take that as you're not working, and it's going to count against you. It's like, sometimes you legit don't have something to do. It's like, what do you mm-hmm. expect me to do? Like, come on. I, yeah. I have yeah, nothing. A lot, a lot of I'm, it is the, a lot of Everything I need to do yeah. is waiting on somebody else to finish a step so that it can even go to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. back when I, I worked at uh, Boy Scout camp years and years and years a ago. A long time ago. Uh, yeah. And one of the things they would say there in a situation like that is that if you have time to lean, like you have nothing to do, you're just standing there, then you have time to clean. It's like, <laughs> excuse me? <laughs> no fucking here. thank you. <laughs> so it, it's basically just like be busy whenever the mm-hmm. boss, like act like you're busy whenever the boss shows up. Or it's gonna look bad on you. It's like I don't like that. First of all, that mm-hmm. just that just makes things a nervous wreck. Like in my office, um, I wanted to have desks that was like kind of like away from things where people aren't gonna be like having a lot of foot track thick behind me because it just like set mm-hmm. off my nerves. But now work from home, I don't got that. Yeah, I have my mm-hmm. work computer right here in front of me, and I have it things open. People can mess with me at any time and whatnot. But I I'm here. And if I need to go upstairs and do dishes for like 10 minutes, I can take care of that and come back down. Nobody's yeah. throwing a goddamn fit. Nobody's just like, I see you haven't clicked anything in five seconds. Come on. Yeah. Some yeah, companies, for, for though, time. are installing that kind of bullshit. <laughs> and uh, if you work for a company mm-hmm. like that, get out. Get out right mm-hmm. now. Yeah, you hear the stories on the news. Um Luckily, the proctoring is very, very little. Um, you know, they, they trust you to do your job. They're not going to hack into your fucking camera and, and see if you're sitting at your desk. So there's Which some companies there's, do. Yeah. 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 As only speaking for my company, which so far has been Man, very pleasant. It trusts me. That's when some companies are just like, mm-hmm. in your meetings, we want you to turn your camera on. It's like, you don't need to know that I'm here. I'm, I joined the meeting. I'm here. You don't need to yeah. physically see me. Like, come on. It's stupid. 
Yeah, and that and that's not mandatory at, at my place either. Yeah, uh, most of the time they, they'll do they it. They wanted, but I'm not being forced. Yeah. Funnily enough, before we went to work from home, my company was trying to have us do uh, uh, cameras for because we would have one meeting room, but then we would have people in like other offices in uh, Missouri that would be on the same meeting, and they were wanting us to turn on our cameras for that. It's like, no. Mm-hmm. First of all, mm-hmm. you'd have a camera that has a whole meeting room, which is kind of like six to ten people. You're not going to be able to see shit. What the fuck are you on yeah. about? Thankfully, yeah, the guy yeah. pushing that was removed because he was not, uh, he really wasn't doing anything worthwhile for what his position was supposed to be. But then COVID ended up happening and they have never asked us to go on camera. It's like, thank Christ. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't need to know that my cat's running around on my shoulders or I'm eating macaroni and cheese yeah. or whatever the fuck. And yeah. not everybody gets dressed up. It's like, I'm not mm-hmm. going in the office. I don't need to be putting on, like, a fucking button-up. I can just wear normal fucking clothes. Yeah. I don't need to be yeah. in, like, a set stock standard office. No, absolutely God. not. Um, <laughs> yeah, and, and again, you do hear the stories, right? Like, um, a guy who's suing his, his previous place of employment for, uh, this was in the news recently, for asking him to leave his camera on literally for eight hours while he was clocked in. Every day. First of all... That's battery life. That's uh-huh. so much battery life. Second mm-hmm. of all, that's feels like invasion of privacy to me. Yeah, and that's the, and that's the basis upon which he's suing. Is it's his private home and it's an invasion of privacy. Yes. Yeah. And I think it was his personal computer as well, which made it even worse. Oh hell but... <laughs> no. Like yeah. if it's a work computer, I can I can see a little bit of argument. Like for some of the stuff that they're trying to do for tracking in some places. It's a work. It's a work device. Like so I can see their arguments that they're trying to make with it, but also go fuck yourself. Yep. Uh, and that's really it. Not not a whole lot. Not not a whole lot else crazy. You know, just just the usual uh, planning for the festival, uh, going to therapy for for how far back I am, and and my submissions now on Smashtopia Wiki. Uh, uh, for a second, they're all just other... like, "You're going to therapy? I didn't know this." Like, "Oh no, you're." Okay, yeah, I see it's 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 a very it's a very healthy thing. I mean, if if you if you want to go there and just talk to somebody, feel free. Not knocking it, but that was a joke. Yes, um, <laughs> we we do, we do not knock on therapy here. You know, no, not does everybody need it? Not strictly speaking, but if you feel you need it, go. Yeah, absolutely, and, go. Yeah, absolutely. I don't know if you can afford it too, I mean, that's a whole other tangent, though, for our lovely country. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and that that's kind of where we're at just just trying to catch up and now that i'm working from home there's an element of feeling more stable and, and able to do so just not on the smashtopia wiki yet <laughs> i feel it's been a running theme so far this season. It's just like yeah i'm still behind on smashtopia it's like uh-huh uh-huh i was ahead for for over seven months so Maybe well, it'll be seven months that's time. not strictly speaking true. You would get behind a little bit, but you were never behind by like more than fifteen days. But then you would mm-hmm. catch up with like twenty-five submissions and across two or three days, like, dude, boy, what? But now you're behind by several months. Just like your deadline is December thirty-first. Anything after that, and you've lost the challenge. <laughs> I've already completed what I what I was doing. 
I have everything already oh, yeah. made up through the last week of December, and it's just on a rec- it's just on an uploading schedule. There is one. I'll tell you this. There is one special thing that I'm working on. One extra that I'm planning to upload on December 31st. My nice. my grand finale, and I'll tell you this, him. It's not a character. <clears throat> my grand finale is not a character, and it's not a stage. Okay. But, but it's, it's going to be something very detailed, I'm sure. It's going to be special. And it's not mm. going to be a jokey special like Charade was on April Fool's Day. It's, this is going to be legit. Is it going to be me? No. Oh my God. <laughs> it's going to be me as an enemy submission. Uh, I have 1% health, but I have an insta-kill. No, I'm kidding. Are yeah, it's just you're not one percent health. You're infinite health with an insta kill. Yes. Don't there cross me. I'm like the Orn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't cross you. Beware of your rules. Yes. Beware of my rules. Jesus Christ, that guy. <laughs> Uh, we're gonna get blocked for this, but um, I don't use Twitter. I, I don't fucking. I don't care about man. Like, I'm already enough myself. The Bayonetta controversy. I'm not. It it it's it kind of. I'm not gonna go deep on this. All I'm gonna say is, boy, PR needs to not needs to like take Camia's phone away from him, whenever things are going mm-hmm. down. Because he's not a good PR man at all. <laughs> for, for years, we were just like, oh, it's the funny guy. He gets angry and he blocks people. Isn't he funny? That was just like, uh, dude, you actually have a problem. Maybe maybe you shouldn't have Twitter. I, I called him the Kanye of video game development, which felt apropos until Kanye took it up like three more levels in the last week. Yeah, so now don't, he's don't like, compare yeah. anything to Kanye because you're just inviting trouble. Yeah. Don't mm-hmm. do that. Mm-hmm. Don't mm-hmm. do that. God, you know, part part of me is glad that um, we're probably always going to be small time because that means we can never develop an ego and cause problems. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we 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 will never <laughs> we will never have corrupt controversy because we won't we don't have a chance to let our egos grow too big because nobody's watching our shit. It's great. It's great. We're immune. <laughs> this is gonna, Unless it's what makes us. This popular. will age like this will age poorly in five years. <laughs> yeah, I'm just I'm giving the, the internet the chance. You you get you have this clip, just save it for like five ten years. Oh, they will find it. They will find it in a, a day if yeah. anything ever happened. One week later, mm-hmm. and we're just murdering each other. <laughs> Literally, this time. Yes. Not not just as a joke, not just as as you grabbing your knife and stabbing down on camera. Um... Oh, excellent. Alright, but as, as so that's what's been going on with you. With me, uh, you know, it's just more of the same. Nothing's nothing exciting, which is good as far as I'm concerned. I've been playing video games. Uh last time there's actually a game I forgot to mention, I think. Cause I forgot to mention Splatoon 3, or I, I think it was Splatoon 3 oh, I forgot yeah. to mention. 
But uh, I zipped through that game. It was real fun. They had a mix of uh, Octo Expansion levels with uh, classic Splatoon hero mode levels. There are a couple of level types and like, all right, we're kind of doing too much of this. Let's dial back the destroy all the targets type of missions. We don't need to have this many. But I was also surprised that some of the uh, level archetypes that were so prevalent in Splatoon 1 and 2 that just were not in Splatoon 3, or at least barely at all. There's only one fluter level, which for me was amazing because those things ramp up my anxiety and say, ah, I hate them. <laughs> but uh, it, it was just surprising just the, the changes is how some levels were. There was nothing like do Rainmaker or Tower Control. It's like, goddamn. But uh, I don't. Yeah. I don't think you finished it yet, so I'm not, I don't want to really say like too much of what there was. But I thought the boss fights were pretty fun. The that there's one in particular that I thought was super fucking easy, but it was also the most fun for me personally. Nice. And then the final boss, great. Uh, second favorite final boss fight in Splatoon. I don't count um, Octo Expansion because that's not a boss. That's just turf mm-hmm. war, <laughs> but yeah. uh, it, it ranks solidly in between the in between Splatoon one and Splatoon, uh, in between Splatoon one and Splatoon two, which is at the bottom because it sucks. <laughs> yeah, what? Are you, what? What? Oh, I see. Is that Crystal? That's Crystal fight. Shards. Yep. It's a yeah. little too glary to really make a difference. I thought it was really clever. I didn't buy the uh, expansion pack for NSO. It's like, nah. Yeah, that's fair. But uh, beyond that, uh, obviously, you know, I've talked about before, I've been playing Final Fantasy XIV. And recently, I finally caught up to the main story. I made it through base game. I made it through all four expansions. I am caught up, and I have to wait several months for the next piece of the story. It's like, mother... Fucker. God <laughs> damn it. Nice. Uh, right now we're on patch 2.25. The next big one will be 2.3. And I think that's speculated to be released in like December, January. So it'll be a while before I get any new story content. Which is mm-hmm. unfortunate. But, yeah, that's how it goes. What was it? I think. Oh, yeah, I remember watching you stream that one day before recording an episode, and it was a scene where you were chasing Vothri, and I was like, the fuck is oh, this guy? Oh, God, fuck <laughs> Vothri. God, he's so terrible. He He's yeah. not a bad, like, he's an okay villain, but I fucking hate that guy. It's like, no, I don't, I want you to die. You can just fuck off. <laughs> fuck Vothri. Oh, uh, yeah, don't search that on Google. The main villain, though, of that expansion, because that was Shadowbringers, the third expansion. The main villain, so fucking good. The best villain that they've had in the game. Sweet. I am down with that. Yeah, I, I want to check it out one of these days. It's pretty fun. Maybe they'll, maybe they'll vote for it for me to stream. Well, you mentioned it, but uh, we are right now in our uh, a Discord server that we just have with friends. We are currently doing nominations for what game we are going to force Jono here to play. He's going to be doing his very first stream. Uh, I don't know when that stream will be because we haven't even started the voting process yet. We're just still just collecting uh, nominee games. Uh, mm-hmm. But that'll be fun. We've done it for me twice. Uh, we've done it for Way Out Trail once. And then we also did it for 
Well, they haven't been on the show yet, but we've mentioned them a few times. Uh, Aza, otherwise known as Adults, uh, they did their own poll. For me, mm-hmm. the ones I... Bug Fables won the first poll. And then... What won the second poll? Good question. Oh, uh, it was Zero Escape. Uh, 999. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah, won the yeah, second yeah, yeah. poll. And then for, for Way Out Trail, Danganronpa 2 won that poll. And for uh, Aza, it was uh, Muramasa. Mm-hmm. We'll see what wins yeah. for you. We will. I, I, Danganronpa, Muramasa, um, and Zero Escape are all great picks for the people that... And Bug Fables conceptually was as well. Bug Fables um, could have should have been a good pick, but... Mm-hmm. About like halfway through, I was kind of on eh on it, and then they gave me a stealth segment. I was like, "No, nah, I'm done. <laughs> right. I'm done." Um, but I will say, each of those choices could have been worse. So I'm hopeful that I'm not going to get some crazy bullshit. But also, they know me, so they might give me some crazy bullshit. And I'm keeping, I am keeping the Dream Daddy Simulator. I'm doing all that shit. Whatever they want to throw at me, okay. We'll see what uh, happens. At at uh, least it will be an easy stream. That's fair. <laughs> that's fair. And the rules with these with these polls is that you don't have to complete the game. The rule is you just have to stream a good session worth of the game. Mm-hmm. For some games, that might only be an hour or two depending on what the game is. But generally speaking, we're looking at three to four hours. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, that's so that's going to be a thing. And who knows, maybe if we get this timed right with a podcast episode, we could even promote that whenever it's going to happen. But considering how we tend to try and record things a little bit in advance, I don't think that's going to work out. Looking at a recording schedule now, yeah, I don't think so. Yeah. <laughs> and what, unless I deliberately yeah. say, like, oh, I'm going to do it on this day, and then coincidentally. Uh, we'll see. We'll see how. I think that it might time out well with something in the future. We'll, we'll just see how it goes. Yeah. All right. But, well, uh, yeah. I think it's time. We've chatted about each other enough. Now let's chat mm-hmm. about the man who's the reason why we are all here, President Abraham Lincoln. Wait, no, that's that's notes for a different podcast. Uh, Masahiro Sakurai, uh, a creator. A god. That's what he does. Sakurai um, yeah. creates. And it's mm-hmm. it just mm-hmm. makes sense. He's a game designer. He creates things, but he's mm-hmm. made he's made some good stuff over the years. Uh, his YouTube channel actually revealed to me that he's made even less Kirby games than I thought he had. I thought he had made all the Kirby games up to Air Ride, but no, he had he didn't even make like Dreamland two or Dreamland three. So that was surprising mm-hmm. to me. But yeah. it's the man behind Kirby's Adventure, Kirby Superstar. Kirby, uh, Kirby's Dreamland, Kirby Air Ride, all, all damn, all damn good Kirby games. He made the Smash the Brothers. He <laughs> made Kid Icarus Uprising. He made Meteos, and then you know he made more Smash the Brothers. But uh, R- he, an, an RC racer adventure. Well, he had concepts for that, but it didn't get made, unfortunately. <laughs> Unfortunately, and it wasn't a racer. It was an RC robot that hacked cameras. Oh right. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. But yeah, he he's made some good. He's made a lot of good stuff. The only thing that really seems like out there to me is Medios. But to be fair, I haven't played it. I actually tried looking at a little bit of gameplay of it. 
uh, before we started this today, and I was just confused. I was like, what is happening in this game? <laughs> I don't... What? Hold up. I hear, I, it, I hear it's a good game, but I was never good at puzzles, so... Yeah, I kind of want to try something just to like so that I can understand it because it's it's one of his things, and who knows, maybe we can do something with that uh, somehow. Mm -hmm. Smash related, I don't know. Like at the very least, we can make a spirit or an enemy out of this guy, I guess. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Out of Mas Masahiro himself. One of these days, make it make a character. <laughs> God, I don't. We, we've joked about taking real people and making them the characters, but we really joked with Tony Hawk. But I don't I don't know about actually doing it. Not LeBron? What? Not Shaq? Why did you suggest <laughs> LeBron first? What? Because of multi-racist. <laughs> oh, right. I forgot he was in that. Jesus. <laughs> Fucking. Yeah. Multiverses, yeah. man. It's a cool game. It's a cool game. But it's yeah. uh <laughs> fucking LeBron. Unfortunately, okay. I play as I I play LeBron quite well in that game. I, like, I haven't played much since the alpha. I, I played a little bit, but the alpha when they had like that couple days alpha test, so I did a stream of it with Aza. Um that's when I played it. And I I liked Arya. Um mm -hmm. I like Taz. Trying to think who else I really liked. But uh, Aria was one of the main ones that I really liked playing as. But now they got fucking Gizmo in. They got Stripe. They got Rick and Morty, which I've never really watched. But I've had people tell me I would like it. I'm just like, I look at the animation style and I'm just like, I don't want to see that animation style. It's just like, no. Sorry. <laughs> if I'm going to, I'm going to judge a fucking cartoon on the animation style. And if I don't like the style, I'm sorry, Adventure Time. I don't, I'm not watching you. Yeah. Uh, I've, said, heard, I've heard it's actually really things, good. Probably so. Yeah, yeah. I want to be yeah. able to like like what I'm what I'm actually seeing, mm -hmm. and I just mm -hmm. don't like that mm -hmm. style. And that's just me. Yeah. But you know who is so, good style? Masahiro yeah. Sakurai. <laughs> yeah, the way that he dresses. I mean, he looks like he's twenty when he's fifty something. Hey, what a guy. It's like, so he has this YouTube channel now where uh, when, the, when the Smash Brothers pick of the day was ending, he was just like, oh, this is ending, but something new is starting. We were all just like, game announcement? Game announcement? What are we getting? Uprising 2? It, it was never going to be an Uprising 2. But we were all, we, we were excited. And then he's just like, I have a YouTube channel now. We're just like. What? <laughs> that wasn't on my bingo card. Okay. No. But it's been no. really cool. Like, it started out with him just kind of talking about, like, uh, what he's done in the game industry, the games that he's worked on, uh, and kind of, like, what the channel would be about. And it's about game, game design. I mean, obviously. But it's not about coding or how to make a game. It's more talking about what goes into making a game, concepts mm -hmm. that anybody should keep in mind about, you know, risk and reward. Squeeze and release, the concept of lag, uh, game essence, designing animations. Yeah. He he goes into all these topics that I think are worth are worth knowing whether you are just wanting to get into game design, whether you've been in it for a couple of years, or even if you've been doing it for like 
10 to 20 years. It never hurts with something like this, I think, to uh, just like to get a refresh on some things. Mm-hmm. Knowing the basics is critical in anything. Precisely, and uh, and I think and I like it too because it's laid out in layman's terms. Um, yeah, you it's you really could be literally a beginner. I watch every last video. I mean, I, I will. I will continue to watch every video that he puts out. But I've watched each video that he's put out so far, which is I don't know, like six, twelve, eighteen, 12, like almost thirty of them. And I wasn't confused by any of them, regardless of the topic. Um, and I like how he's approaching it. Twenty-seven. Yeah. And I, and I like how he's approaching it that way because he must know the majority of his audience are going to be fans of Smash Brothers. Yeah, they're they're just they're just people who play games. They're not people who make them. They will probably never make them. But he's appealing to the masses while also being like, there's going to be this very small subset of people watching it that will get into game design that will benefit from this greatly. And then maybe by some sort of uh, photosynthesis, whatever we, you know, just the gaming masses will also garner something from it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, he, he explains things in a real easy way, and like, we already knew that this man was a genius. We already knew mm-hmm. that. But watching these mm-hmm. videos and seeing his takes on things and him going into, especially when he's going into his concepts and designs for the games he's made, starting with Kirby's Dreamland, it's just become even more of, even more glaring how fucking genius this guy is mm-hmm. it's like holy mm-hmm. shit the things Miyamoto goes up to him and it's just like so you've made some Kirby games I see it's like yes you know what I've had you know what I've really wanted to do with Mario but I haven't been able to figure out no multiplayer uh, okay I want you to put multiplayer in Kirby it's a slower game that can work right and Sakura is just like it used to be a slower game until I added copy abilities. Fuck. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then he goes and designs a whole new concept for how multiplayer can work in platformers with, uh, not only with the helper system, but also with the concept of oh, player two got too far away? I'm gonna teleport you right back. I forget what he called it, but he fucking made that shit. It's like, dude. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How many games now that are doing multiplayer platforming have that in? Mm-hmm. And it just it came from him. It's like motherfucker, holy yeah. shit. And, okay, now given what I'm about to say is from a bird's eye view perspective. I'm not saying I know everything about this. I I don't want to discredit anybody, but from my view, you know, as an outsider, Miyamoto was a great creative mind. Iwata was a great technical mind, and Sakurai lives in both of those worlds. He has a foot in each. And and you're really and additionally taking the in. designing mind. Mm-hmm. Like he he understands yeah, and... all these concepts. One one of his early topics was stop for big moments, which sometimes from his titles you're not really sure what he's going to be talking about. Like he has one's called down with lag, and you think it's going to be like oh he's going to be talking about how lag is terrible, but no he's that's not what it's about at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then stop for big moments literally just felt like hey uh, if you're playing a game and you destroy the enemy, you want there to be a little impact on that. If your character dies, and you just, like, you disappear in a flash, you're just like, what? Mm-hmm. What the fuck? What happened? There's been times when I'm playing mm-hmm. Final Fantasy XIV where I just noticed, like, wait, I'm dead? What the fuck killed me? No, I didn't... Mm-hmm. I was in a, in a AOE or whatever, so what happened? And I'm yeah. less confused. 
But like, he's literally just talking about just like players need to know that something happened. Yeah. Put a put a yeah. put a slowdown effect in there. Put a big old explosion. Put a nice little crisp sound effect in there. That way the player gets drawn to the just like, oh, that hit me. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Oops. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to the point where, you know, you, you wish that he developed more games than are on his resume. But when you look at the ones that are there, you're like, okay, this is why. Because he cultivates them in such a way that they become years-long projects each time. Let, they, let's be real. Given... The real reason Sakurai hasn't been able to make more games is because he keeps being pulled back in Smash Brothers. Let's yep. be honest. It's yeah, Smash Brothers he... is the reason Sakurai hasn't gotten to do more games. And he's admitted as well that he is a... a, a, a complete perfection yeah. so the amount of time that they spend on smash brothers is gonna be more than any other developer would put into it but for the better yeah. as we've seen with every game but smash 4 which nintendo had their hands on. i'm quite interested in, in watching that one when it comes around i'm interested <laughs> because, in fucking all of them like a kirby air ride i'm actually really excited for because i fucking love air ride air ride's great mm-hmm I wish we got another one. Good lord. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I hope so too. I hope so too. And um yeah, and I and I like that um you know, every so often we also just get like random shit. Medios. That has nothing to do. Yeah, like like Medios. Me- and Medi- also just I, I looked it up a little yeah. bit earlier. It's like Medios is just like literally <laughs> some guy was just like, Hey Sakura, I want you to make a puzzle game. Stack is just like Okay. Yep. Well the falling block genre is boring. It has had any like it hasn't hit the the thing I saw the guy read was like him saying the falling block genre has had no innovation since Yoshi since uh, Tetris Attack or you know Panel mm-hmm. Fun. I was like holy shit he mentioned that game fucking love that game mm-hmm. and then he's mm-hmm. like what if the blocks go up and then down it's like huh <laughs> okay <laughs> and like the story is your aliens fighting against the planet Meteos or something. Again, I only looked at it real, brief, real briefly, and there's several, it actually is a series. There's two other games at least, but he only worked on the first one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the the fighting uh, the fighting alloys from Smash probably took a few design. Actually, one of them does look like the uh, the I guess it's probably like the main <clears throat> Medios race, the the Geolites. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I can't remember which one. It's either like the I think it's the red one looks like it mm-hmm. the one, like whatever has yeah. low horns yeah yeah the one that mimics mario yeah uh yeah that's that's i yeah yeah but um and also just in in the variety of the videos that are present on this channel like you're, you're looking at things like frame rate and and what's in a frame um risk and reward uh game development is in gaming there's there's a lot of lecture style approach to things that in lesser hands would be dry as a bone yeah uh but then but then you also get into yeah he's he's quick and snappy with things he's Mm -hmm. um he puts up games as examples of what you're seeing uh and and i've thought about like trying to write down every game that makes an appearance you know somebody's out there doing it but it's Mm -hmm. like good god and anytime i see a game that i recognize that he's highlighting it's like second i missed this game Mm-hmm. And that's another thing too. I like that he is very straightforward. He's he's blunt with his stories. He gives it to you how it is. So you're like, oh, 
this is why this didn't happen in the original Kirby game, or this is why this didn't happen in, in Smash, or yeah. some some business relation fell through, some development. There's a lot of things that, that gamers take for granted that he is laying out from a business perspective and saying, this is what happened, take it as it is. Speaking of business perspectives and things falling through, the original Smash Brothers. Uh, we got that topic where he talked about like what went into creating Smash 64, and uh, we mentioned how we waited till that episode went up before we could do this one uh and it's a good fucking thing we did because we got some real cool information out of it smash very easily may not have happened uh it only happened because of uh the original idea for Kirby Ride, which was apparently a fucking snowboarding game fell through and earthbound three or mother three rather uh was also having good selling these shit at the same time and they were just like shit we need the game fast what do you got? He's like, well, I got two ideas. One of them's going to take like two years to do. The other one's going to take like half a year to do. Let's do this fighting game idea. And it's like, okay, so we got these generic characters. Uh, make a concept out of it. And he's like, yep. And then later it's just like, but what if? And uh, I don't remember if it was some of this video or if it was information somewhere. Because I saw a comment that somebody wrote about it saying it's just like, uh, they made a, after, after they had like, what they were calling, I dragon king or like that's what that's what fans have been calling it we don't know if that's just like an internal name or something but it's called dragon king the fighting game even in that video but um mm -hmm. they they made a mock-up with mario uh i think donkey kong samus and fox fighting and they showed it to nintendo and they're just like we want to do this nintendo's just like holy shit okay yep and then they're like, like uh, they figured out the rest of the roster, the starting roster lives, and then they made the four secret characters after that. Like there were theories from years ago that we thought that like because we had seen a screenshot of the game before, and people were just like, oh, did Captain Fe was Captain Falcon added to the game because he could use the model from the generic fighter? Turns out that's not the case at all, because uh, it doesn't look like him at all. Like the, the attacks certainly some of the attacks match him, but some of the attacks match Mario or Fox or Samus. But no, Captain Falcon was added in because they used Samus as a base. That's that's what yeah. it was. Yeah, yeah, mind blowing. <laughs> and I like how like, how the d development team at Nintendo really liked it because they're the ones who are, who are game testing and, and gamers. And then the but marketing, you want hated to I we yeah. can't have Mario beating a Pikachu. That that's animal <laughs> abuse. It's like I get it, but Peter wasn't around yet, it's, so it's fine. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> uh, uh, jokes. Yeah, that, that, but yeah, that mark was um forty minutes in or okay, so we know where to cut. So nah, we nah, we're, we're leaving just that kidding, in. Just kidding. <laughs> we don't have viewers. It's fine. And oh, PETA yeah, as an yeah, organization yeah. is so fucked up. Yep. But yeah, that's uh, a whole other story. Yeah. It, it it's amazing just like how many things had to go, not only had to go right for Smash, because there's another, because the other game in contention was this little RC robot game where you would hack the cameras and do shit, which I kind of like to just like internally envision that as being Rob from the NES, like that robot. Mm -hmm. I just kind of like to vision that. Um, but also, so many things had to go wrong with those other games, with Earth, or with Mother 3 having its issues, okay. and with uh, the original Kirby Air Ride. Uh, idea falling through they had to choose mm -hmm. that idea nintendo had to like it they had to get permission to use these different characters 
It's and it's crazy because like if it was if this was only being happening now for the first time, the Pokemon Company we know that they're strict with their shit. We have no Pokemon Amiibo outside the characters that are added in Smash, and then in Mario in Super Mario Maker, uh, every Amiibo gets a little costume, and then a bunch of other characters get a little costumes, and they'll have like some of them will have like little extra animations or sound effects, but the Pokemon ones get nothing. They get nothing special. They're just a costume. But then there's a costume with the three uh, original starters, and they get special shit. So it's like, the Pokemon Company is very confusing with this kind of stuff. So I'm, who knows why they allowed it back then? Maybe just because, like, things were brand new. Uh, I don't think we even had Gen 2 out yet at the time. So it was still just Gen 1. So they were just like, yeah, sure, this is the game. We don't really care. But mm -hmm. nowadays, it would be like, you want Mario to punch Pikachu? No, that's animal abuse. <laughs> it's crazy. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, we, we never, we got to see footage of the Dragon King uh, concept, which we which has never been seen before. It's like, holy fucking shit. Mm -hmm. I thought Just thinking about, like, what if we made that a character? But it's like, I don't think we can make that a character. That's, we have literally nothing to build off of there. He can make it a character if he really wanted to one day. Uh, I would be fine with that. What I'm talking about a what the fuck character. Um, it, it, would, it would technically be like outside of Me Fighters, our first uh, Smash original character, technically. Mm -hmm. I'd be okay yep. with that. That'd be fucking cool. Yep. Have a lot of other crossover fighting games, they have like an OC character who's like driving the plot. So here you mm -hmm. go. Uh, Smash Ultimate 2, we got Dragon King who's going to be like, the central character in the main story. Fuck it. Why not? After all, we had Taboo. Let's wait until you find out. Taboo was originally a character in the Dragon King demo. Ta taboo was the name He's of the, the blue character because blue Taboo. Mm. <laughs> and taboo, Dragon King was the right? red character. And the green mm -hmm. one was Sick Boy. So, okay. I, yeah. I like that. Like the, the Mucinex guy. Yeah. yeah. Cool. And what was the yellow one? Piss. <laughs> I couldn't think of anything else. I'm sorry. I tried, I and then you asked me, and I had to go with what I had. I could have said Jerry! <laughs> Damn it! Yeah, you could have. Fuck! <laughs> it's Jerry now, and Piss is just okay. an unfortunate nickname he got in middle school. And it never left. Yeah, because all the other characters are his middle school classmates. Yes. Okay, perfect. Christ. God. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, that, that... Just imagine all the cool shit Sakurai has just at his disposal. Dragon King on his computer and whatever the hell else. Like, Apparently is. Nintendo is really good about preserving their own stuff. Like, we've heard about how, like, Square Enix has lost um, game code. Like, they lost all of Final Fantasy VIII's original code. And apparently there was some other game that they lost the code for, but Nintendo had it. So Nintendo was able to help them out and be like, we, it's literally... In our back office, just like collecting gust. You want it? Come get it. It's we'll yeah. hand you the key. <laughs> they weren't like, remember when Final Fantasy VII came out on the PS One? <laughs> <laughs> remember when you made Mario RPG? Make another one, and we'll give you the key. Scrappy's just like shit. <laughs> the fans have been wanting that for years, but do we really want to do that? God. Mm -hmm. No, we want a gotcha game instead. We we can do Mario RPG 2, or 
We can do Fun of and Remake Part 20. Oh, yeah. Chocobo Racing 2 with, with the gotcha <laughs> mechanic. <laughs> it's actually... GP actually isn't even the first Chocobo Racing game. Oh, okay. There we go. Yeah. Um, yeah, and, and and just the random stuff that he does, um, you know, tell that to the player first was was a really great recent video. I, I concur. Um, talking about clarity versus style and getting into some of the stuff that his wife gets into with graphic design. Yeah. Um, and she's been designing the menus for like, all his games since, at least since Brawl. Because you can tell, like, yeah. like, because when I looked up the media, sort of, it's like, yep, this is a second game. I can tell from the menu. Mm-hmm. Uh, at, or maybe from Air Ride, since Air Ride is very similar to. Well, that's, to that's right. Air Ride was before Brawl. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, but a few I years. don't know about um, melee. I don't know if she did melee's menu. Mm-hmm. Sixty-four and like melee have ones. very standard menu layouts. Yeah, they do. They do. Melee has some of that cool wireframe stuff in the background, but it's just an aesthetic thing as opposed to like this is the, the foreground placement. and what yeah. you're getting. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and he has some good insight, like keeping rewards in sight, where he was giving a. a uh, spotlight on some kind of obscure games by today's standard, like the first yeah. East game, um, Faxonadu on the NES. It's like what? Yeah, and, and saying these are these games are great examples of you know having an experience bar on the menu or whatever, and and making your your player invested in and in keeping and and as a gamer, who's who's not a developer, something unlocks in your brain. You're like, oh yeah, that's why I enjoyed this game so much because. Yeah. Of all of these different elements of the development that went right, um, not and not from a story standpoint or a character standpoint or even from a strictly in-your-face gameplay standpoint, but from the menus, from the from the very intricate input that went into uh, the animation per frame. It's just all these random little things that a developer like Sakurai knows that makes your brain happy. Yep. Um, and, and it's pretty interesting. I also really liked the. Um, like episodes like assigning animations or the smash episode where you get a, a a look at the actual like development screen for smash yeah and, and you're looking yeah and, and you're looking we at, saw like, his design yeah. documents and like he was flipping through those really fast and i was like no pause read all this pause <laughs> read all this pause read all this i was mm -hmm. like oh mm -hmm. I, I wish he did he went a little deeper on some things because like there's some things we know about because he said before that was like yeah, I wanted to put Final Smashers in Smash 64, but that wasn't mentioned in here. But he's also been very dedicated to not having these videos be too long. His longest video is a 10-minute video, which <laughs> for a lot of YouTubers, that's the shortest they'll do because that's where they get the ride revenue is at $10 or at 10 minutes. But Sakura doesn't care about that, and I'm so glad that he's not doing the nonsense. Like, he <laughs> actually, he kind of, like, in a way, like, he didn't, like, harp on a harp, but you could tell, like, in his uh, intro video for the channel, it's like he's kind of, kind of knocking a little bit on how the algorithm works with those things. It's just like, literally, like he's mentioned that like he's losing money making this channel. He's not making anything off of it, but he is paying a staff that's helping him uh, produce it and edit everything. Like yeah. he's making this whole thing for the fans at a loss. It's like goddamn. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's like the hot dogs at Costco, but better. <laughs> Well, like, what one of my favorite episodes that he's done, like, I feel like wasn't really connected to game design at all, but it was just so funny, and now it was, like, a little bit meta in itself, 
because he's talking. It's, it's presentations are all about speed. Talking about how like, hey, when you're making a presentation or a pitch on a game or anything, keep it fast, get to the point. Don't do a whole bunch of random fluff. You know, like a two-hour podcast episode. But <laughs> the fun, the funny thing about this, like, while I didn't really have like, there wasn't really like a lot of game design kind of stuff in that. It's also his shortest video, and it's only a minute and nine seconds. He's just like, keep the presentation short. And here's an example. Goodbye. It's like, fucking what? <laughs> like, I feel like I had a little, a little bit of whiplash from that. I was like, wait a minute. Yeah. It's yeah, over? Yeah. Holy shit. You madman. really clever. Yeah, and I, and I like how he talks about, we get a little, some videos too, like we get, speaking of meta and fourth wall, we get peerings into his personal life as well. Him, him talking about him talking about his TV setup and how he has two TVs set next to each other so he can play a video game while while streaming a TV show at the same time while working out on his exercise bike and I was like oh okay um, and he's like exercise while you game and don't walk down uh, fifty flights of stairs ten times and break your ankle like I did and I was like what at his apartment complex yeah. this is obviously rather rather deluxe in the city. That that's so. that's my least favorite video because I'm just like I'm sorry, sir, I'm not here to be told to exercise. <laughs> Listen, if I wanted to do that, I would have kept playing Ring Fit Adventure instead of quitting like a little bitch. It was a fucking great video. Yeah, it was it was an exhausting video made over the course of several days. <laughs> several oh, days. It kicked. One record, like, one level kicked my ass. And then Seriously. I would be like, I'm going to do a second one in a row. I should not have done a second one in a row. No. Uh, you got you to do that the rest of the episode now. Okay. You got an hour and ten minutes yes, to sir. go. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> That's you didn't right. tell me to set the resistance up. Set um, it up. Okay. Every 10 minutes, it's got to go up. 10 minutes? Okay, well, we'll get there in the next hour, I'm sure. We'll get there in 10 <laughs> minutes. But it's, it's been such a great channel. Like, I don't, I can't even imagine, like, what other kinds of, like, just, like, general topics we're going to get. Like, we know we're going to get topics on Melee, Air Ride, Brawl, Meteo, Smash 4, uh, actually, well, Kid Icarus 4, Smash 4. Uh, and then an ultimate, but oh my goodness. I don't, but I don't know if like he's going to do it on any, like any of the other Kirby games that maybe he was just like, just a, a producer or an advice for, I don't know if he's going to cover anything like that or <laughs> what he'll do when he runs out of game concept videos. Well, is that when he's going to announce his next game? Doubt it. But like we got game essence, audio, planning, he's like, he's got these different categories that he's pulling from UI, work ethic, effects, which honestly to talk to talk about the effects steps where he's just like make a pop, you know, add all these cool little effects for these different things. To be perfectly honest, I kind of think Sakura's gone a little bit overboard when it comes to some effects, and I'm all honesty. Smash Forward Ultimate added a lot of flashy effects whenever you get like a big hit or something in the game, mm -hmm. and it's kind of been distracting to me. And to a degree. It's not as bad as it initially was, like, when we were first seeing things and, like, reveal trailers and whatnot. But I could definitely do with some less effects. 
It's like, I yeah, get I like it. The, I did know. a big hit. I don't need this red and black lightning zigzag across the screen. It's like, that, that's a little excessive to me. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, I think it comes down to personal taste then. And then Sakurai's taste is obviously a little flowy. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I do like some of the effects. Like, the, like when he made a point on zooming in for yeah. a Final Smash or something. I, I do like that. Yeah, it like in a in a one v one match having that zoom in when you get like a killing blow, that's a pretty cool moment. Like, what's one of our favorite things when we're going through the uh, classic mode in melee, uh, when we finish the match and the game like has that slow down and the camera zooms on your character and we're all trying to do like this whatever pose or uh, a taunt or something, have yeah. the game freeze on that moment. That's all. That's got to be one of everybody's favorite things about melee, at least for those people that do classic mode and not just you know. Competitive, which you know, not nothing competitive, but obviously, if they don't do class mode, then they don't know what I'm talking about. They can't be one of their favorite things, right, but that's always a right. cool thing. And then the later Smash games don't have that anymore in the class mode, which is like, oh, that's disappointing. Yeah, it's a little sad. Get but, back on it, Sakurai. Make it pop. Yeah, Sakurai. Slow down for big moments. <laughs> yeah, fun is infinity, Sakurai. Um, <laughs> It, it's funny because like games, right? <laughs> it, it, it's funny how like there are some topics where it's just like clarity versus style back to whole menus and whatnot it's like to a degree i also think like you know brawl was fine smash Bros. was most has a few issues but like the menuing is sometimes getting confusing now with smash brothers so it's funny when he has a video talking about clarity versus style for menuing it's like you're kind of breaking it a little bit yourself like Finding where some things are in the menus in Ultimate is a bitch. Like, where the fuck is fucking Me Fighters? Where is why is Classic Mode under Games and More? Yeah, it makes you think it's rather extraneous. Like, it's it's an afterthought mode when it is one of the main modes in the game. Exactly, or at least it used to be. Yeah, now it, it feels like it's a sub game now. Yeah, that's true. All-Star all mode um, doesn't even exist in Smash Ultimate. And don't even give me that fucking uh, multi-man melee bullshit. That's not All-Star mode. That <laughs> that was a cheap way to do All-Star mode. Hey, Sakurai, wh which which one is it? Which which video am I looking for here? Uh, try telling that to the player, Sakurai, about why you dropped All-Star mode. It was easier, but that's not what the players wanted. We still love Sakurai, though. Like, we're, we're poking at him. We're having fun. Yeah. But yeah. It, it is funny. Yeah. It's like, you know, the guy's not perfect. You know? Yeah. We're not, we're not, we don't worship him. He ain't perfect. But it, so it is you funny know? when there are things that he talks about. It's just like, you're right. But here's where you didn't do that. Yeah. Yeah. He's, um... Yeah, and like, why does Smash Tour exist, Sakurai? Or Master in Crazy Orders. I'm really interested I mean, in hearing it. Yeah. I don't I don't hate Smash 2 or Master of Crazy Orders. Master of Crazy Orders are a way it's kinda like it's kinda like a proto version of spirits in a way. Where you can have these matches yeah. in weird conditions and you can get rewards for doing them well. Uh Smash Tour, you know, he was trying to go for something casual and light and fun. He was trying to do um he, he was trying to make a board game out of Smash Brothers, and it just didn't work. You know, he, he tried yeah. something. Do I like playing yeah. it? No. 
Did I play it more than I thought I would? Yeah. That's mostly just because it was something that took very little mental energy to do, and I still wanted to play the game. Yeah. For me, it was like, oh, what's this mode when a friend comes over or whatever, a family? It's like, ah, I guess I'll show you. Yeah. <laughs> I guess it's, I'll show you. It's an attempt at a board game, and it just didn't work. No. Mm-hmm. Not everything does. Yeah, like Mario Party 10. Or Chibi Robo Ziplash. Oh, God. Sakurai would never make Chibi Robo Ziplash. We can give him that much. No, he would make a Chibi Robo Assist Trophy. I wish. I would still go for a playable Chibi Robo, although that seems very unlikely. We've, to hope for. I, we've both talked about over the years about possibly making a Chibi Robo character. But I would need, but the wiki doesn't give me any good information that I need to look at. So I'd have to either play the game, which it's GameCube. Good fucking luck getting that. Or um, finding a video of somebody else playing it, which I've thought about doing. But right now I'm kind of in the middle of watching the whole Metal Gear Solid saga. So I'm busy on watching games right now. I'm in, I'm in the middle of Metal Gear Solid 3 right now. I'm making progress. It's a, that's an odyssey in what itself. Fucking Christ, fucking. speaking of another genius, God fucking damn, Kojima. You fucking mm-hmm. mad... It's no wonder these two are best friends. Yeah. Yeah, Fuck. absolutely. And even even Kojima, you know, he, he does have some interesting tangents he's went on. Death Stranding is not bad, but it's definitely controversial in terms of the split on who enjoys it and who doesn't. Mm-hmm. Um, and then... Whatever happened, though there was Kojima or Konami with David Hayter and Metal Gear Solid Five. Um, but besides that, I really enjoyed the Phantom Pain as well. Wait until you get there. Um, yeah, I, there I know. The feel incomplete, but I know small bits of it, if only because uh, the Let's Player that I've been watching Metal Gear Solid Four recorded the games in a different order than I'm watching them. Like I watched mm-hmm. uh, Metal Gear One and Two then Solid, and then Ghost Fable, and then 2, and now 3. But he recorded MG 1 and 2 and Ghost Fable after doing uh, 1 through 5. Oh, I think okay. I think Rising is the the most the last game he did in order. And that's going to be, I think... No, that one... Because that I'm watching in release order. Uh, Rising, I believe, released before 5, I think. Gotcha. So I'll be watching that before. Gotcha. So I'll probably get some 5 spoilers whenever I watch Rising. But it's whatever. So I, I will share with you Chibi Robo for the GameCube. Yeah. If you want it on eBay right now, it's two hundred sixteen dollars. Man. Oh, and I don't even have my GameCube case. anymore. I I have yeah. my Wii somewhere, but it hasn't been turned on in years. Hmm. Yeah, I have both right in my closet. Luckily, they both work. So if we want to, if a, if a GameCube or Wii game won the streaming contest, you I could we, do it. Uh. We'd have to figure out something because you can't... They don't have an HDMI port. Okay. Well, I, I'll say this. Technically, I own the game so I can emulate them on, it, on a computer. That's fine. Um, also, if you bought... The, if you play... Legally, we do not endorse yeah. this. Nintendo Ninjas. Legally, we do not endorse that. <laughs> I just have to say yes, that legally. Yes. Correct, yes. Legal tort. Very true. Um, but I do own the games. Even Chibi Robo, which is $216 in eBay now. And you wonder why some people may do it by other means. Yeah. 
it's also $125 just for the box. It, it's like sometimes you like, have to oh, say, like... Oh, it's your remote case. Yeah. It's, it's like sometimes when you say something in a recording or whatever, you have to, then you have to respond to it's like, for legal reasons, I must say, that is a joke. Yeah. It's like if we went on the tangent about McDonald's for 20 minutes, and like, oh, yeah, the Big Mac is great, whatever. We'd have to be like, oh, uh, for the record, not a sponsor, although you can, you can be. We have that Ronald McDonald episode. If you want to go back and pay into that a little bit, that's fine by me. Can can we be sponsored um, by something cool? Yeah, Ronald McDonald. That's a good guy. Can we not be sponsored by Apex only... Gaming or fucking whatever bullshit they're doing? <laughs> right, like, uh, I, I don't know how much I want to say about that, because what if one of those companies comes, we'll give you a... Five thousand dollars right now to put like, like how fast will we sell out? I would so not sell not... out for fucking sh raid Shadow Legends. I was like, you can give me ten thousand dollars and I'm not fucking shilling it. First of all, <laughs> it's not. First of all, that'd be a terrible people because that's not kind of game either of us are gonna want to play. Now if they were looks like, right. hey, we'll give you ten thousand dollars if you make a character move step for a raid Shadow Legends character. It's like, all right, fine, fuck, I'm in for that. But I'm yeah. not gonna tell yeah. people to play your game yeah. and I'm not gonna play it myself. So, <laughs> they have far more influential people already doing that anyway. Um, as far as, although we're getting there, 23 views on the NES video, baby. Woo! Um, woo, woo! Sakurai already got like over 100,000 subscribers in like a week on his channel. It's <laughs> so, you see, we're a very small fraction of that. We're, he's sharing the wealth. Yeah. You know, um, it's, it's funny. I, every, yeah. every. Every game that Sekiro has made, except for one, has a character in Smash. Medios. Yep. Medios. But what the fuck do you do with them? I don't know. It's weird to me that they're not mean... even a spirit. Yeah. I wonder if he tried this for some reason. Legally, he couldn't or whatever. Like, maybe the company wouldn't let him. I don't know. Which is interesting because, you know, it's free money for an unknown company. I mean, but, yeah. his company, Sora Limited, made the first game. But I don't know, like, if somebody else, like, owns the IP or what. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it says uh, uh, Q Entertainment is the developers who made Lumines, which I don't oh, know they're... those games. Mm-hmm. And then and they made there. they made all the or at least they made Medios Wars. I don't see Medios online on here. There's also okay. Medios Disney Magic and Medios Mobile. Disney Magic. Oh, there's Medios My online. Goodness. Yeah, yeah. These guys own the Medios uh, IP quite clearly, okay. but mm -hmm. I don't know. Like they're yeah. they are definitely not a big company. Yeah, they are still around though. I mean, they made Blue Mines on PS4. Yeah, their their most recent game was uh, 2014, Heroes of Infinity mm -hmm. on the PS Vita. Supposedly, their okay. their their wiki page might just be really outdated though, because it also says Games of Development Angel Sinki to be announced uh, for a release date, but being developed for the PC and PlayStation Three. It's like I get the yeah, feeling definitely... that they are either dead or this is very outdated. They've definitely done at least a few remasters since then. Or Sony's footed them or something. Oh. Uh-huh. Yeah, I Tangents. 
the company was founded by Tetsuya Mizuguchi, who used to work at Seika, but then he left the company in 2013, and the parent company went defunct. Mm-hmm. And now oh. he, and then he founded Enhanced Games in 2014, which he's the CEO of. Interesting. When what have they done? Uh, I don't know. There's not ah. a wiki page for it. Maybe not. I think maybe they made like an Inspector Gadget game or something. Oof. <laughs> oh, look, apparently it's working on a VR and AR technology. Okay, well, you know, when, when technology catches up with that industry in gaming, I'm sure that there will be a whole subset of people that buy into it. It's yep. never going to be me. That's never. That's probably never going to be me. But at least that guy will make some money. Um, Petsia. What other uh, videos come to mind off Sakurai's channel that that we really gravitated towards? Um, I really enjoyed the opening video when I saw it the day that it was announced and came out. Yeah. Um, and he made it abundantly clear right from the start. He's like. I'm Masahiro Sakurai, and I'm not going to be streaming games, and I'm not going to be a VTuber. And people were like, oh, no! <laughs> I, uh, I love that just dryness um, from that dude. That was like, pretty this great. why I'm here. No, it's like, I'm here to provide y'all an education. We're going to leave the, the streaming to Jono when he has that contest in our in our gaming in our gaming discord or um or to select start gaming with xantok and way off trail yeah which is currently uploading uh new pokemon snap and uh where the fuck way off trail is mm-hmm. uploading flame in the flood or fire the flood or something like that flame and fire i don't know what the fucking game is i don't watch this bullshit By, fire flame in the flood, flood. that's what he's uploading flame in the flood yeah. indie game I don't know. Kind of like a polygonal thing, yeah. Okay, I think I know it loosely. Uh, I can tell you this, new Pokemon Snap, uh, I will go through and I get every single request done in the game, so you can see that. I don't get every single star photo of every Pokemon. That I don't fucking do. But I do clear Mm -hmm. every request. Sweet. And, And we did mention this on the show a while ago, but while we're on this tangent, I will also add that our, uh, our Select Star Gaming collaboration, our first one, Overviewing each board in Mario Party Superstars is also up. It's a quick watch. It's a few hours each episode, five episodes covering yeah. each board. Uh, that was a lot of fun. We definitely have opinions on which boards are best. Um, it's not that. the Yoshi one. No, and it's not Woody Woods either. Nope. Good lord. <laughs> I think the Yoshi one just barely edges out as the worst just because from a design concept it's it's bogus yeah it um, was not very good now maybe like the the star thing if it had just worked out better with the rng we got maybe we would have enjoyed it more mm-hmm. but the rng was very bad for us yeah absolutely um and getting back on track for for a minute here too um sakurai i mean that he's doing this and he's investing and there is like a light work in from the algorithms perspective too where they're making great little logos for every episode. Yeah. Uh, making sure the making sure the title fits. There's a nice category. I mean, it looks like a professional page. It plays off like a professional page. A lot of these videos, they, they play off and they look as good as his menus in Smash do. Yeah. Um, Better. Like, yeah. 
arguably so, they're cleaner. I think if Man. we really did start to grow as a channel, there's things we can learn from an aesthetic perspective. One of my favorite things that are is in every one of his videos is the outro. Because it, it looks like uh, when you finish a level in a Sonic game, he's like, le like level cleared. It's like, that's fucking cool. That's a great way to like yeah. put your outro on a video. I love that. And he has a little loaded. Yeah. When we start pouring in money on this podcast, we'll be doing the same thing. <laughs> I, I've thought um, about, I've thought about just like uh, on all of our, all the thumbnails for the YouTube videos, just like editing something onto the, onto the logo. Like, um, what, what, did, I just have to check like what episode of last, last came, came out recently. Because I want to make sure I don't say something in the future. Uh, our King, King Boo smashed up yet. So just like adding a picture of King Boo onto that thumbnail. I just, that's something that mm -hmm. I kind of want to do. And like have like a different thing for each episode. But I have to go back to yeah. every episode and do that. And then I'd have to do it for every future episode. It's like, mm, okay. It would help, but it's a time investment. That's for sure. Like a real yeah. big. Um, and that's why people like Sakurai, they have a team that he pays for it yeah um, i mean it wouldn't be i honestly don't think it'd be too bad conceptually it's just gonna be one more thing that has to be done for every episode yeah that's true maybe i can do it on my end and just send you the image i mean i have canva and all that shit i'm sure i can figure something out yeah um i mean i yeah. would just end up using uh, a site that i've used before that like lets me put images on top of each other. Uh, what's the site called? Overlay.imageonline.co has been a lifesaver for some projects. I've done. It's like, yes. Love that site. Add in, like, lunapic.com. Like, there's yep. random. Yep. Uh, Lunapic aside, I've been doing any transparencies I need to do. And then overlay mm -hmm. just lets me literally overlay two pictures on top of each other. Which is like, God, yeah. yes. That's what I would be doing for the logo thing. What you can do on one program for... Uh, down payment subscription you can do on a hundred free programs online for free yep <laughs> uh, not as intuitive but I mean it saves you some cash yeah so that's cool um and I'm and I'm cool with it uh and something else too that about Sakura's channel I hope that this is the um paves the way for other developers to get on board with this like Hideo Kojima would be a great one to to do this with Although he may have the exact opposite um, development style for these videos. He, where Sakurai is making these crisp videos, on generally under 10 minutes, usually lingering around 2 to 3 minutes. Kojima might be like, here is my introduction video, and then you'll be watching a 4-hour opera. Yeah, it, it's a 7-hour uh, introspection on his entire life and what Solid Snake yeah. means to him. Yeah, start featuring Norman Reedus. And it's also funny because, like, this whole thing also spawned off from him making an appearance on, uh, I want to make sure I get his full name correct, uh, Katsuhiro Harada, the developer for Tekken. Because he appeared on Harada's, uh, I don't know if it's a YouTube channel or oh, just, yeah. like, a podcast. And he was on there a couple times and he enjoyed it. And he's like, maybe I should do something like this. And that's part of what yeah. inspired this. Like, goddamn. And I remember Harada as well um, had said, like, thank you. F I know you're so busy making amazing games. Thank you for being on this lovely podcast, Sakurai-san. And he was like, oh, no, this is great. Thanks. And then yeah. he turns around and makes a whole channel. Yeah, Harada's another one of Sakurai's good friends. Yeah. He tends to keep some pretty pretty good company or interesting in some mm. respects. Imagine but, uh, like, if we got Hideki Kami at the two of thing like this. 
Oh, <laughs> boy. You're like, hello, you bugs. I will not be translating these videos into English. <laughs> now, I, I will say that that's one thing I do wish Sakurai did. Is like, we get subtitles. But I wish we also said, like, somebody dubbing over that could say what he's actually saying in English. Because, like, a lot of times I'll be trying to watch these, like, in the morning. I'm not fully awake yet. Or I'm doing something for work or I have a game up. And I can't really watch a sub video while doing something else. I have to just, just yeah. watch the video. And that, and, and it's 90% of the time when I'm watching a video, I'm doing something at the same time. I have to have my attention split where I go kind of crazy. I can't just focus on the one thing. So it, it does make it hard for me to watch some of the videos, especially the longer ones. Yeah. Like, yeah. Ah, it's just, can I get some English voice? I'm sorry, but please. Yeah. You, you and I, we have different perspectives from this from this case. Yours is actually very Sakurai-esque, where he is watching two different things at the same time, yeah. doing this. Like, he's, he's a serious multitasker and, and wants to get as much done as possible. And and like him, I mean, and, and like, if, if he's anything like you, he absorbs a lot of information anyway as, as he's multitasking. Yep. Um, on, my, on my end, I do like hearing his voice. Um, I, I think there's just an extra level of connection for me that way i'm like oh, okay this is cool but um at the same time i can see the perspective of like if you are somebody in his field who's who's doing stuff like him or, or someone more like an analytical mind like yourself uh with what wanting to do multiple things at once it's it's an issue so if there were an option you know and say you can listen to an english voice maybe down the road yeah. maybe it's just a little too much room right now I, I we'll see that. we'll see what happens in season two yeah, we will. <laughs> hey, well, our here, season here. two transitioned to having us have on be on camera. Yeah, that's know? true. Things yeah, grow. Things do grow. Um, and you can only tell on camera. Um, mm -hmm. The other thing, um, well, I've heard you know I've heard murmurs in the game industry that there's at least one English speaking voice actor that's looking for work, so he can he can sort it out. Oh. Mm. I was just like, what are you talking about? I'm sure there's a lot of people looking for it. Like, oh, goddamn it. I thought we were trying to avoid that. Oh, I didn't say who it was. I didn't say anything. Yeah, it's it's me. I, I'm looking to do serious voice acting in a video game. Uh, Square, Namco, somebody, call me. Yeah, call me too. I mean, there's I some voices I'm particularly good at. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Like that one. Sound like Trevor. Yes. Very good. Very good. I, I do like my crazy, maniacal kind of characters. No, oh, absolutely. Like um, Iago and Fire Emblem Fates. <laughs> I like Iago purely because of the, the, the Let's Player I watched. Gave him the Gilbert Gottfried Iago voice from Aladdin. It's like, yes. Yeah. Oh, uh, Tom Fox, man. you magnificent bastard. Yeah. I'm sorry. Rest in peace, Gilbert Gottfried. Tom Fox is alive. He's great. Yes. Yes, he is. <laughs> oh, gosh. So, yeah, I mean, that's that's kind of the channel as it is right now. We're, we're 27 videos in, which is a fair amount, but because oh, yeah. they're very pointed subjects and they're and they're fairly brief it's it's still not like a crazy crazy amount of content to cover so i kind of think we're getting i mean correct me if i'm wrong towards towards the end of our rope with just talking about 
the general idea of what he's covered so far. I'd um, say so. Um, but uh, but what 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 would you like to maybe see from the channel next the most? Um, um I kind of feel like I'd like, like we've seen him talk about a little bit of some different genres of games. Like he did a whole episode talking about game essence and role playing. Then he's touched on some other things like. Uh, like the tempo match the game, he's talked about how that can relate to some genres. But I'd kind of like to see him do like some deeper dives on specific genres. I think that'd be cool, even if he hasn't mm-hmm. worked in uh, really anything except for puzzle platformer or platform fighter. That's literally the only things he's done. Well, actually, no, uh, Kadikaris, whatever you would consider that game, it's part on rail shooter, part something else. But uh, I'd mm-hmm. like to see him dive on some other genres. Obviously, we know we're going to get game concept videos for all the other games that he's been a significant part of. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm sure there's a lot of different game design type things he'll discuss, but I can't... I'm not a game designer. I don't really know... I don't. I can't think of like what someone thinks we'll see. Ooh, I'd like to see him talk about the de- practice of DLC and mm-hmm. his thoughts on that. Because there's a lot of controversy that can happen with games with DLC. If a game announces that they're going to have DLC before the game is even released, or if they're working on it before the game is even released... Uh, back in the old days, Capcom, Resident Evil 5, uh, the, the DLC or most, if not all of it was already in the base game and what you were paying for was literally a key to unlock the content that mm-hmm. got some fucking mm-hmm. country. I'd like to see him talk about DLC. Actually, I think that'd be a great yeah. topic. DLC, loot crates, gotcha me- mechanics, that sort mm. of thing. Um, I mean, we've had, we have gotcha of- in smash the trophy, mm-hmm. the, the, the lottery in melee, and then little coin shooter in in brawl we have oh, gotcha didn't have, didn't have to pay for it though let's just the game industry now the the but spear yeah, board yeah. is gotcha in a way too that's true that's true and and i guess you're paying for the dlc related to that um and even some of nintendo's practices right now with like with the mario sports titles and how they're yeah. kind of on a slow drip with with dlc coming over games time as a service still. would be a great yeah. topic Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and, and just the traditional DLC, like like even the Xenoblade games, you know, like, oh, we, we have DLC coming out day one. We have DLC planned before the game comes out. Like, how, did, yeah. how does he feel about that practice? Um, from that angle, it doesn't bother me much because you're, you're just being told, okay, there's content coming in the future. Yeah. The Capcom thing was an issue. Um, but we'll see what he thinks. Um, it can be clearly, a fine line. Like, when a game is still yeah. in beta, I can't remember what game this was, but I know, like, there was a game that was still in beta on Steam, but they were releasing DLC for it. Like, releasing DLC. And it's like, oh, what the fuck? <laughs> That's some bullshit. Um, and I think that you and I both are probably looking forward to the most. I mean, clearly, the other game development, specific game stories, like his Smash Brothers series, particularly the other Smash games, of course. Um, besides that, maybe a, maybe a, oh, sorry. Uh, all, all of his, like, game comp stuff's one for games he's worked on. I'm interested in all those, like, Meteos, I'm interested in less, because, like, it's a puzzle game, I never played it, so I don't have, like, an interest in it. But at the same time, I'd like to see what he talks about, because it is very different from oh, other games different. he's made. And I'm curious mm-hmm. what he'd have to say about it. So different from other puzzle games, too, just, to, yeah. just in general. Um, yeah, me too. Me too. I'm really looking forward to Melee and Ultimate, but on, and Air Ride as well. Um, and just kind of seeing where that goes. Maybe a good topic would be like his views on uh, internet 
and Wi-Fi capabilities with gaming. Mm, online uh, there's, there's Yeah. There's still some healthy debate coming around Nintendo's net framing and, and whatnot. Yeah. And he might touch loosely on that in a way that would still retain his job. <laughs> but I, he's an honest guy, too. And again, I really appreciate that on this channel. There, there's a few takes. I can't name any right off the top of my head where it raised an eyebrow. I was like, okay, we're actually going there. Yeah. I appreciate that because it's not all just straight PR. Um, he's, he's actually sharing himself as a person, which is pretty cool. Um, and if he wanted to share, I mean, other elements of his life, like I enjoyed seeing his gaming setup. I enjoyed seeing his silly little exercise bike setup. Um, if he wants to say, you know, these are the games I grew up with that influenced the development of Kirby or I yeah. think that would be an interesting, an interesting backstory kind of, kind of episode. Mm. What mm -hmm. got him into game creation? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and on one hand, I don't know if Sakurai's like the kind of guy, like the introspective person like Iwata was, or the uh, just straight up, like speaking of PR, just like promotion service, ad services do that Reggie was, to where they both put out books for their own reasons. I don't know if he would ever put out a full memoir, but if he can put it, if he can talk a little bit on the channel about it, I think that'd be neat. Yeah. I, I never did get Reggie's book, but if Sakurai ever put out a book like that, like I'd, I'd have to get it. I'd have to. Oh, absolutely. I mean, even if it were just about stuff like this on this channel, like business development tactics, mm -hmm. okay. Yeah. I would like to pick his brain about that. Reggie's was quite interesting. Like, Reggie's was honestly why I um, started looking for new work. <laughs> and, I mean, I, I, like, dude, I mean, Reggie, the man who was behind Nintendo of America for a few years, who who developed the Bigfoot pizza in the 90s for, the, for Pizza Hut, he he was the one who was like, yeah, if you uh, if you feel like you're in a dead end, leave. And I was like, okay. Yeah, I can't, um, we're, we're talking about Reggie now, it's a but like to put on that, after, when he left Nintendo, he went to go work at GameStop, which, oof, what a choice. Mm -hmm. But he left them relatively not long because they weren't listening to him. Like they hired this guy to be like in a higher position, but whenever he's trying to give his viewpoint on things or... Uh, offer insight they just completely ignore the guy it's like well why did you even hire him what the mm -hmm. fuck was the point mm -hmm. and he's just like fuck that i'm out i don't know where he's at now what he's doing now but i'm sure he's oh, got yeah. something yeah he he has a very he has a very capital driven mind he, he'll wedge himself in somewhere yeah. and he'll be fine wherever he goes he'll yeah. be fine Absolutely. I, I, it's he'll cool he'll end up being the new style. guy in charge of uh, of Warner Discovery. <laughs> God. <laughs> um, what a nightmare. Yeah, so, I, mean, I mean, maybe Sakurai can have Reggie on his show one day and talk about how the nondescript action figure almost made it into Smash. Reggie will be the person dubbing into English. <laughs> God. Yeah, that's his new job. He's he's, he's getting paid four thousand dollars an episode. Christ. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's I guess that's where we want to see maybe some slices of where Sakurai takes it next. Or Sakurai can tell Reggie's like some people in the Smash ballot even voted for you. He'd be like, wow. Um, and that was <laughs> just Reggie on this whole spiel, where he's like, wow, I'm really honored, guys. Also, by the way, uh. Don't ask me about Mother 3. 
Yeah, if it's anything like his book, we can ask him about how he had a role in the development of Panda Express instead. Um, goodness. <laughs> I mean, isn't that the same parent company as Pizza Hut, though? So that would make sense. Uh, I don't think so. At least not originally. At least not originally. Um, like, it's Panda Inn owns Panda Express, I think. Like, its own thing. Um, Reggie, Reggie, Reggie. Besides that, I mean, I think we could talk a little bit about where this episode was going originally. Like, we had an idea for, from since season one of, of pitching an on-topic, like, just what we want to see Sakurai do next. And we talked about a little bit about that um, at the front of the episode, and we talked a little bit about it in the, in the form of this channel. Like, where do we want to see the channel go next? But I think we could still do a nod towards the original idea we had for this episode all that time ago before it evolved into this. Um, and say, as far as a game goes, just outside of Smash, what do you think you would like to, what would you like to see Sakurai do next? Oh boy. Um, so obviously, another Smash game, but that's, that's a bit of an obvious, we're not going to even consider mm -hmm. that because, you know, no shit. Um, I, I'd even like just seeing like something that Smash like, like not as a fighter, but like. Give us a, a Nintendo racing game with, like, all these different Smash, like, Nintendo characters. It's not Super Smash Bros., but it's, like, a racing equivalent or, like, an yeah. RPG or a rhythm game. Final Fantasy has the mm -hmm. rhythm. Why can't um, Nintendo get a kind of, like, general Nintendo rhythm game where, like, mm -hmm. you have characters from Smash in it that are running around and doing things or whatever. Um, mm -hmm. You know, a, a new Kirby would be cool. I don't think he's ever going to work on Kirby again. Uh, I don't think it's going to be like a Kid Icarus remaster or something. Um, I, I don't know. Before we, people have talked about seeing like, oh, give him, let him revitalize Ice Climbers or Takamaru mm -hmm. with Mysterious Murasami Castle. Let him make a new game of that. And like, that'd be fucking cool. He's talked about how he would like to, he, he talked about before, like, I think in for Smash 4, he mentioned that he considered Takamaru, but he didn't really want to do it unless he got another game, which mm -hmm. I get it. But you also added in Pit before Kid Icarus Uprising. Yeah. But, um, maybe that was his ulterior motive. Like, oh, if I put Pit in this game, maybe I'll be able to do Uprising. I mean, considering that the Uprising design is extremely similar to the Brawl design, which, you know, no shit, he made both games. But I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if he had something like that in mind. But Jean, it's so it's hard to say like something like that, because I, I think whatever he does next is going to be a new IP. More than likely, uh, I like I'd like to be an RPG. I like I like RPGs, so of course I want to see that. I think that'd be cool to see um, what it would be about. You would do I mean, it who the fuck knows? Yeah, but... yeah, it would be a unique RPG. He would yeah. he would definitely throw some curveballs in the gameplay. So I'm interested in seeing where that would go. I mean, um, it, it's funny because like yeah. like I'm still a fan of the old turn based kind of style, or at least you know like semi turn based with like ATB systems like Final Fantasy Seven will use. But uh, some people, sometimes it's like, no, nobody wants to play RPGs like that. And it's like, bitch, have you not seen Bravely Default and Octopath Traveler? Those still yeah. use classic turn-based RPG systems, but they add on their own twist with the bravery system in Bravely Default. Well, I guess Brave and Default. And then I forget what the system is in Octopath that they have for their combat. But that was a really cool system, too. It's like, mm -hmm. we still would love those kinds of RPGs. Not everything needs to be a fucking action RPG. I'm sick of it. Yeah. Give me some classic yeah. shit. I think Sakura mm -hmm. would give us a classic game like that. That would be cool. That would be good. 
Kirby RPG. <laughs> Actually, yes, but he wouldn't be making it. It'd be how. With the main characters um, of Kirby, Dead Day, and Meta Knight, and that's it. There's no fourth character. <laughs> it's Chef Kawasaki. There it's it's a Gordo. That's the fourth character. I'm okay with that. That's very actually. Strange. I, I could like... actually. I could see it being like it. Assuming this was a thing, which is not going to be a thing. If they were to make a Kirby RPG, I think that fourth character would be kind of like what the the helper system is. You just like have different, or and also the uh, the allies and star allies. It's just rotating enemies that you can recruit um, to your team uh, in a in a monster catcher like way. So you could have the Poppy Brothers as that fourth party character, or you can swap them out for. Um, uh, trying to think of other Kirby enemies. Plasma Wisp or um, Bonkers. Chili. Bronto Bird. Yeah. Chili's not a Kirby enemy. What the fuck? Uh, yeah, yeah. Br Bronto Bird. Uh, I, I think that'd be a cool oh. way to do it. A Woofy. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, the enemy um, that becomes the sniper in uh, Forgotten World. Whatever that guy's called. Yeah. I forget as well, but I know, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Um, that, that, that would make yeah. sense. Yeah. And and while we're on, I mean, I, I would love a Murasami Castle game. I mean, he could do it. I would imagine if Nintendo just kept at it with those games, you would have Zelda kind of go the, the slower pace, puzzle, action-adventure route. Yeah. And then a Murasami Castle would be like more of an action, maybe even an action platformer with sword swinging and, and similar like dungeon crawling. Yeah. Uh, so they, like they, like they, a they smaller that. version of Ghost of Tsushima. Ghost of Tsushima, but not open world, I would say. Mm -hmm. Dr. Mario. Mm -hmm. I would like that. We can, let's go that route, Sakurai. I mean, if you do it, and if you say you want to do it, Nintendo will probably greenlight it. Go for it. Yeah? <laughs> put, put them in Smash preemptively and then do it like you did with Pit. Yes. Um, Nintendo will seem pretty warm towards the idea of a Murasami Castle remake or, or rather a new game for a while. I mean, and, it and has already been like one of the Samurai Warriors games and then it has its yeah. own section dedicated to it in fucking Nintendo Land, which is yeah. odd because like all the other games in Nintendo Land connect to something uh, not necessarily modern for Nintendo because there's the Game & Watch one in there. But even, but then Game & Watch is kept modern because of Smash. But then mm -hmm. you have Takamaru has a section there, which is like, one of these things is not like the other. It's like, why is that mm -hmm. one highlighted? Mm -hmm. Like, I know mm -hmm. back in the day, Mysterious Mover Simon Castle was a big game on the NES, but yeah. it's gotten so little attention since then. It's just yeah. surprising that it has a section dedicated to it. I mean, they got those two things. The Fire Emblem, that's it. Yeah, yeah. And they got the 3DS game. I mean, the 3DS NES port. And they got Sakura Samurai, which is kind of similar um, in execution. So it's like, just just do it. Just yeah. do the game. Just do so, it. Sakurai, Sakurai they fucking brought game. back Famicom Detective Club, which is a surprise. Yeah. Yeah, so so I would like to see that. And, um, you know, not to go too far down the retro pole with this, like, revitalizations because they did it with Kid Icarus. But people have also said they want to see, like, a a thing with the dog and the duck from Duck Hunt, make it into a platforming game. I'm like, okay, that would be funny. Let's do that. <laughs> I don't know about that. It was I don't know about that. Banjo and Kazooie. <laughs> that said, wh how, why is Duck Hunt not on Nintendo Switch Online yet? What the fuck? Put yeah, Duck Hunt on NSO, you cowards. They're going to be like, oh, we had to revitalize it to 
match the Switch controls, so it's $5. There's IR controls in this thing, I think. There think? are. Yeah. yeah. It, it wouldn't be that hard. You got a light gun right here. Yep. Yeah, there, there is... Um... Oh, there is a game. I forget which one. There's there's a cowboy gunslinging game that was out on the SNES that they redid for Switch. That's quite good. That uses the IR, so they can do it. They can do it. But um, Sakurai can do it. Make it make a Sakurai. Uh, Sakurai make a light rail. Make a game Sakurai dating sim. Yeah, that, <laughs> Dream Daddy Two. Sorry. <laughs> or there probably already is one of those, actually. So, <laughs> um, oh, boy. Yeah. That's that. Let's I, see Sakurai talk about dating sims in one of his videos. Oh, God. He's like, and introducing Whoa. my next game. <laughs> you would be so mad. Like, would you even play that? No. I, I would. I sadly would. You're like, okay, <laughs> let's give it a go. Then make an episode of this show out of it. God. Yep. All right. Well, uh, unless you have anything more to say, I think we uh, I think we've pretty much said about what there is to say at this point on Sakurai's channel. If I have anything mm -hmm. for this to say, it's that if you haven't been watching it yet, you really should. It's 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 got a lot of good insight into gaming and Sakurai's processes. And it's just been a good time just watching his videos. I Every time I see there's a new one, I look forward to seeing it. Uh, though when I see there are a longer length one, I have to be like, okay, I got to set aside some time where I can actually dedicate to looking at one screen. But mm -hmm. it's it's been very enjoyable. He's got ones, he's got both videos in English and in Japanese, although the, again, the English ones are just subbed. But it is at least English text everywhere. And he's using the English footage of games. Like, I'm assuming the Japanese ones are using, like, Japanese footage games, like, it wouldn't make much sense for his when he's doing the menuing video to show the English menus in the Japanese video. That just would be weird. But watch, yeah. watch them. Yeah. They're good. Uh, I've been enjoying the heck out of them. He's almost got half a million subscribers. He's getting close to it. Mm-hmm. And he'll get it, and then he'll get the the award from Google saying like, "Oh, you hit this milestone." He'll be like, "Wow, this is great." Yep. I'll just set it aside. <laughs> like it did with the bronze statue. Yeah. Which is pretty funny. Uh yeah, Sakurai, um very glad that he's going on this on this journey. I will gladly follow him through on it. It's been interesting so far, educational, I would say. Mm -hmm. Um and fun. So thank here, you, Sakurai. Actually, here is one question. While he's doing these videos, do you think he is working on something right now? Because I know there's been some debate about that. Probably so, but I have no idea what it is. So, I've seen some people say he's not because uh, they think like him working on a game and also doing all this, there would be like a conflict of interest or something where uh, talking about game development while working on game. But I, one, I don't see that. But two, also, he said straight up that doing this is at a loss for him, monetarily speaking. So mm -hmm. I can't imagine he's not doing something else at the same time. And it's not like he's yeah. making these videos every day. He, like, yeah. They don't even release every day, so I highly doubt that. He probably, like, records them in... He probably, like, doesn't record Batches. a set at a batch. Yeah. And then gets them yeah. edited. And he probably did a lot ahead of time so that he, like, could just, like, be uploaded. But he's got to be working on something. What it could be... I agree. Who the hell knows? 
But I think he's definitely yeah. working on something. You think it's going to be something grandiose like Uprising, and then it turns out it's some little indie thing that he. I like, I always wanted to make a game about about folding boxes. I I think it'd be more on the indie side of things, to be honest. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't think it's going to be like this huge grand adventure. I would love it, because uh, like Uprising is a fucking amazing game whose only flaw is the control scheme. Mm-hmm. But oh, control schemes! That'd be a good topic for him to cover. Yeah, you could talk about Uprising in it. <laughs> And he very well could, but uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, I uh, yeah, I, I think someone like him. There's there's always something brewing. He has also said himself in his videos, um, as we've covered today already. He is an intense multitasker. So although he's working on this project because it's a passion project to him, he is definitely doing something. Imagine that... he's making that RC robot game. <laughs> Man. I don't know if I would play it. I I don't know if I would play it, honestly. But if he gets to make it, I'll be happy for him. Because he clearly wanted to do it. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's partial inspiration for the Rob Sexons in Star Fox Zero. (laughs) At which point they should give him... Yeah. They should give him a little pat on the back and and say, just let's try this again and not attach it to a shitty game. He'd be like, okay. Let's let's make that be how you get trophies in the next Smash game. Okay. Sounds good to me. Play as the ancient minister. Ooh. <laughs> There's an idea. Yep. Alright. There's an idea. Well, I think we can go ahead and wrap up there at this point. Masir Sakurai on Creating Games. Great YouTube channel. Uh, better than ours. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, great to watch. Do again. Highly recommend it. As for what's next on Supercast Brothers, well, we're not starting a YouTube channel about uh, how to make podcasts. We are moving on to our second Smashtopia of the season. This character that we're doing, I'll tell you this: they're an old school character that has been considered for Smash in some way, form, or shape playable. But whether, but how heavily they were considered? Were they just a passing comment? I ain't telling you that. I'm not going to tune no. in and find out. Slash into this next episode, why don't you? Avoid Cheers. the spiky balls. Is that yeah, a we hint? Covered that. Or is that we me making a bullshit? Mm. <laughs> I'm we'll not see. telling. See you all then! Bye, See ya.